1: Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. I got some cement poured in the driveway and it was all I could do not to write my initials in it.
0: You know what's just all kinds of wrong? Canned mushrooms.
1: Ew. The neighbors played We Will Rock You on repeat late last night. I indeed felt rocked.
0: (laughs) I haven't hugged my mom in a year. Instead, we talk about Trader Joe's. Have such a good day.
1: everybody and welcome to have such a good day the show that wants you to do
0: just that welcome to the show comrades good morning yeah, comrades. good afternoon evening good, good night. night i mean maybe you're just getting ready to go to bed oh
1: it's like the truman show are we your lullaby if so please write us at, <laughs> at have such a good day.com and let us know i
0: can't imagine us in. being a lullaby i would say we're more like morning like wake up and you know seize the day kind of thing.
1: Sure. We're a morning zoo of sorts, I suppose. Listen, you, you listen, however you like. Um, I would like to know though, are you, you know, if you, if you're a regular with us and if so, thank you very much. What, when do you, and what are you doing when you listen to our show? We usually go an hour or a little less. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, I know when I listen to other podcasts, when something's about an hour, somewhat regularly, I'm like, okay this is a nice long walk or jog for me
0: yeah like are you on your exercise bike or are you just yeah. i don't know cleaning the house you know the show is sort of an escape from like the drudgery of everyday life i mean for me at least um, maybe not for you i don't know i mean let us know um but maybe a place where you can kind of live a little virtually laugh a little <laughs> right. and hey is your life boring <laughs> yeah
1: we got you covered oh boy well that's Heather, I'm Sarah, and uh, we've got a great show for you today. As usual, we're on episode eighty seven. How about that? Woo woo. I neglected to make a we got eighty sixth oh, last shoot. week on our show because it was kind of a yeah. dad joke. So well. And we're not dads. But uh yeah.
0: We're not dads. Nope. Never nope. gonna be dads. Maybe in another lifetime. Episode
1: eighty seven is kind of like I don't know what's like I know it's kind cool of like all about the number eighty seven, eh. but some somewhere. Maybe you were born in 1997. If so, I'm a lot older than you.
0: Maybe you made it to age 87. That's a pretty big feat, I would say.
1: Yo, if you are 87 and you're listening, you need to email you us. You definitely need <laughs> to email If you indeed us. have a computer. <laughs> now, nah, I'm just kidding. If you're listening to the podcast, you probably know what you're doing. But
0: I say, yeah. am actually curious. Is anybody out there in their 80s listening to the show? I'd be pretty impressed. I would too. I want to know.
1: Yes. Everyone write in with your ages if you feel comfortable <laughs> doing so. If not, all good. Okay. Well, Heather, I don't know how your week was this week, but I've been pretty productive. I, I am, you know, I'm obviously working, but I've got a little freelance work that's picked up a bit, which is, it's good. I mean, it's overall good because I want to be busy and I want to pay my bills. Um, It is a juggling act as it always is. So there's, there's some of that. But I've been getting a lot of sleep and, and, and kind of just, I like to get up before the sun and have a little Sarah time before everybody starts bugging me about stuff. And I've been pretty good about that. Also exercising regularly, which helps me sleep better. It's all the circle of life. But uh, I mentioned uh, the neighbors, the loud neighbors. And this is a very strange house. Okay, so this house is two doors down from me. And when I say that, I mean it's two sort of long doors down from me because nobody's right next to each other where I live. But the house is not far away and the people who live there as i understand it i don't know if they own it or rent it or whatever they haven't been around in a while and that's not really unusual because a lot of folks here have second homes Mm -hmm. you know not that they're like palatial estates or anything but they're you know it's like the river house you know because we're on the russian river and so there are a lot of places that you can just tell no one's been there for a while they're not renting it out they're not doing Airbnb or whatever and they come and go seasonally Mm -hmm. so it's not strange that the folks two doors down from me just haven't been around in a while but when they were there they were strange Mm -hmm. they were I don't know I don't even know if I've talked about it on the show before I probably didn't because it was kind of weird but one of them sort of had seemed like a little bit of a mental breakdown at one point and That was sort of strange for me. Uh, He ended up being harmless, but I wasn't, I don't know. It took me a while to, like, figure out what was going on because there was, like, a guy yelling down the street. And then um, they they just, as a couple, because it was a a man and a woman, last I saw of them, which was, like, the summer, it's been a while, They were retrofitting this big van Mm -hmm. you know how like that's like a popular thing everyone's like let's retrofit a big van and go on a road trip because it's pandemic season Mm -hmm. kind of thing so they were doing that and the van sort of disappeared and i was like oh yeah they're gone for the winter right because i didn't really see them last winter either well they're clearly or somebody is renting out the place and i mean i am as long as you don't keep me up at night like with fireworks or something i don't care you know like The wild parties, it'd have to be pretty wild to bother me. And this neighborhood is pretty sleepy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's families and again, people who come and go and some some folks who have lived here for a hundred (laughs) years. You know, it's kind of, it's pretty chill. So anyway, last night I'm in my apartment, it's about 10. So I'm kind of winding down already. You know, I'm nice and warm, TV's on, you know, my heater's on i'm uh, you know the blinds are shut i'm kind of puttering around on the computer and i hear sort of yelling outside kind of far away but sort of yelling and i kind of you know i look from my little perch which is near a window i can i can see down the driveway so if someone was like at the gate yelling or something i'd hear them and I'm, i don't see anybody and i kind of go like, oh, whatever and i kind of hear it again and it's sort of like almost like ooh is that like Fun yelling or not fun yelling? I could kind of couldn't tell. So I turned the TV off and I'm listening. And it's cold outside, so I'm not really wanting to open the windows. And I'm like, I should go look. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just go look. So Otis and I go out there. And once we get outside and kind of walk down the driveway, we realize, oh, it's that house. But it's like a party. It is like a big old party. And they're close enough at that point because I'm right outside and the voices are carrying that they're, they're just like, yeah, they're singing "We Will Rock You." They're playing it, but they're also singing it, and they're like stomping on the deck, like "We will, we." Will. And I'm like,
0: yeah,
1: weird. Like it's just, it's a strange thing to do, and it was continuous. Like the song would end, and someone would put it back on.
0: Oh man! And it
1: was just like, what kind of party is this? What it kind of people weird. are there? Don't know and it was just they were just wild Mm -hmm. and honestly i was like i mean what am i gonna do go over there and be like hey keep it down (laughs) no i mean if they were doing that at 2 a.m maybe but i was like i don't i I don't want anything to do with this so i went to bed and they shut up and they've been quiet all morning so they're probably sleeping it off but just odd it's it was funny to me i you know i tried not to be too snoopy but i did stand out there for a while because i could only see the deck through some trees Mm -hmm. a little bit so it's not like i like got a really good look at the folks but i was like this is just so i mean they're being so loud and i'm not the only neighbor it's like it's a funny thing to me that a group of people like 10 people at least i don't know how many people but it was a it was a pretty big group Mm -hmm. that would be that loud like to the point where they're like we are positive that everyone around can hear us.
0: Yeah, and you know, playing at that least within... song on, re- on, on repeat. Well, and also
1: yelling at themselves. Yeah. You know, like, they were the loudest part of it. I could just tell that the actual song was playing as well. Like, just no, just just like caution to the winds. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is what we're doing. Everyone is going to enjoy it. And it's it.
0: also very kind of strange right now because like nobody's really partying or maybe people in Florida are partying, but um, You know it's it's kind of a weird scene to be throwing a rager right now
1: yeah i didn't get a good enough look at anybody i'm gonna assume it wasn't a big mask event in fact i you know i can pretty much guarantee you even though i you know didn't go over and say hello but just odd and i wasn't even mad again it was not like this is not something that like woke me up out of my sleep or anything like that i was just like what a strange party if I was at this party I'd be like you guys need to stop singing the song over and over what is up yeah but you know maybe they're really big Queen fans
0: well a little excitement I guess like, I can think people I, I mean guess, I have a feeling yeah. we're gonna see a lot of crazy stuff once people get vaccinated I think people are gonna go nuts and throw lots of parties so I guess yeah, we make should make ourselves. yeah mm, yeah well, speaking of parties, I guess, how was your week, Heather? <laughs> um, I've just been partying all week. No big deal. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, it's been good. It's been productive, also, um, getting a lot accomplished. Um, lots of legal stuff and, uh, you know, property stuff and going through sort of the motions of, um, you know, just the whole learning this business thing that's really what I've been trying to focus on um but I had like an interesting sort of impromptu I guess you could call a little a little party that kind of came out of nowhere and I know on the last episode we were talking about spontaneity and how we have like our limits where we don't want to be spontaneous a lot of the times or we want to be prepared for stuff for phone calls for um you know Hang out times with friends and that kind of thing. I mean, when does anything impromptu happen anymore, especially with this pandemic? I feel like it's really squelched spontaneity, but I do love it when it works out. And when I'm in the mood, um, I was invited to practice yoga with my yoga teacher, just, just me and her, um, in the studio that's closed. And we were at a, you know, big room at a distance um they are doing this every week like inviting one person to um practice in person which is really great because it's just like makes such a difference it's um so much better than being in your crammed in your bedroom (laughs) at home and at the end of the yoga class it was really great i had a great time and i really like my yoga teacher and i guess we're kind of friends and at the end um this local photographer shows up who's also a girl that i know um, cool Romanian girl, uh, that I met when I first came up here. And I guess they were planning on doing a photo shoot after this yoga class. And I didn't know. And so the yoga teacher pops this nice bottle of champagne, turns up the music and the studio is really cool. It's like really kind of a nice little, little space. And they're like, Heather, go, go pick out an outfit. Cause it's like a boutique too. And they sell yoga clothes and pick out an outfit. Um, you know, we want you in this photo shoot, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh and i was planning on like going to have lunch with my boyfriend i had like plans for the day but i'm like you know i could stretch this a little bit like i'm not gonna say no you know like it doesn't happen every day no not at all it was so fun and it was so unexpected and so i picked out this adorable like all white yoga outfit with these earrings because they like sell jewelry. And it was just these these chicks are cool. And it was actually the owner um, showed up to of the uh, who's they're all like cool chicks. And they're kind of the only chicks I've ever met up here. Um, So I guess they're like my new friends. But having some (laughs) sense of normalcy um, and, and sort of it was on a Sunday. And I keep thinking about the phrase like Sunday fun day. It's like no one really says that anymore because It's just like people aren't really, I feel like fun is not the focus of life right now, you know? Um, But I felt like it was a real like Sunday fun day. We were drinking champagne and dancing and I was doing poses on camera and and it was cool because this photographer, she had this big bag of gear you know, she had a bunch of different lenses and cameras and I just got like so kind of like mm, production gear, like all like excited, you know, because we were it felt like we were on set, she had a tripod and just this, this whole thing and, and it just was really fun. And I I really, I feel like it really perked me up. It, it kind of made me feel like, okay, there, it, there is some normalcy to be had, and hopefully it will just continue to get more and more normal. Um, but yeah i would say a pretty good week uh you know considering oh well
1: i'm happy to hear that uh spontaneous photo shoots i if it were me i'd be like oh no 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 yeah (laughs) there's no way i'm doing this with you but thanks but that's just you know my own like anxiety like (laughs) if i don't know i'm doing that then i'm like i don't even have mascara on no not gonna do it
0: (laughs) i know i didn't even have makeup on
1: well i'm glad you had fun i think if it were me and it was a sunday and i kind of had plans and i had just finished a yoga session which is often somewhat grueling i might be like oh no no no! i'm not doing a photo shoot right now (laughs) haven't put my face on people Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh i think it's like it was probably very freeing and 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 just just a hey i didn't expect to be doing this but why the heck not
0: it was really fun i really enjoyed it and i hadn't had champagne in a long time so it was good gosh i haven't had champagne in
1: i don't know how long Mm -hmm. a year
0: wow something
1: like that it probably has been a year I think I had champagne at someone's birthday, like last February. Yeah, it's like the drink of fun. I remember, and
0: you know, we're not having a lot of fun lately, so I guess it makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, champagne, huh? (laughs) I'd forgotten all about it. (laughs) Well, as far as the week goes, poured some cement. I did not personally pour it, but it has been poured, so that happened. Uh, Not a huge deal, but kind of a huge deal, right? Because it's right at the bottom of my stairs and you have to sort of jump over it. And so I was like training Otis the dog to like also jump over it. So he didn't just walk through it. Cause then there'd be puppy prints, which actually could be kind of cute, but I don't think that anybody would appreciate it really like Sarah. So that kind of happened. Uh, I've also had, and this has been going on for the last month or so. And it's really weird because You know, when you get ants in your house Mm -hmm. and often it's like, oh, I left grapes on the counter and that was a dumb idea and the ants got to it and you see the trail and you kind of figure out where they're coming in from outside and blah, blah, blah. I have always said, I've definitely said this on the show before, for as kind of deep woods as I'm living, there are not a lot of bugs or spiders or critters in my apartment at all. I mean, I think I've seen like a couple spiders in my garage. Mm -hmm. It's remarkable how much stuff isn't getting in. And I would not call my little wood cabin the most insulated place on earth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just like, because I kind of figured like, mm, there might, might be some critters that I got to deal with. Kind of, you know, just stuff coming in and mosquitoes. Really none of that stuff. However, it did rain. Kind of the first winter rain for Northern California, at least in my parts. I know it rains a little bit more where you live, Heather. But it was it was pretty rainy. You know, for for a solid week, it was on and off like raining pretty hard, even a little bit of hail. And I noticed a few ants in my bathroom and, you know, where you kind of go like, "Mm, gross, you know? And so I wipe everything down I use a soft scrub and I figure, okay, I'll just like over bleach everything and they won't like it. And they'll just go back to wherever they came from. And I couldn't figure out, there was no trail anywhere. It was just like an ant and then an ant sort of over here. And they didn't seem to be coordinated at all. And there's no food and or sweet things, and so it was like, eh, it must be the weather. And my mom was like, ah, eh, yeah, it's the weather, you know, they come in out of the rain. And that was just whatever, and then it, I stopped thinking about it, and there weren't any more ants. And then I saw a couple of ants on my dining table. It's like a little round table, and it's white, so I mean, the ants show up really easily. And I was like, eh, but the table's sort of in the middle of the room. It's not near a wall. It's not near a sink. Um, I sometimes eat at the table, but briefly mm-hmm. and then the dishes go into the kitchen and there's no food or anything on the table anymore and I was like weird huh don't like this and and I've I've been seeing just just a few ants in these funny places around my apartment and it's not so gross where I'm like oh my god there's ants everywhere you know how sometimes you discover something and you're like oh this is horrifying mm-hmm. it's just like a couple that I see out of the corner of my eye and I'm like eh. and then I you know Get my Formula 409 out and a spray it down and all that stuff. But there's no ants in the kitchen. And I've been really like extra diligent about keeping my kitchen spotless because I'm like, you know, all they need to do is discover the kitchen and then you got a problem. Mm-hmm. They're gonna tell all their friends. <laughs> and I don't know. Like I don't know what to do. I just keep like it's all reactionary. I see a couple ants and I'm like, okay, this entire surface gets gets, you know, um, Uh, you know antibacterial spray all over it and let's see how it goes and then everything is fine and then like a day or two later there's just a couple more so it's like i will get to the bottom of this somehow it's the rain but it's like the ants are (laughs) are they wayward ants are they orphans (laughs) like they i don't think they know each other i think they're just chilling
0: you know but aren't they an army aren't ants an army so wouldn't they be like comrades of some kind although i did see one
1: So they're, you know, ants are, you know, little. And every once in a while, like, I found an ant on my arm last night. And I was like, "Mm, my arm itches. And I looked down and it was an ant. At that point, I was like, shower time. Yuck. Yeah. Just like, I don't even hate you ants, but please don't crawl on me. But I did see one ant that was significantly bigger than the others. Hmm. Just one. And I was like, maybe that's the mama or the queen or whatever the big ant is. (laughs) That ant, I'm sorry, RIP, did not last. But... I don't know. I just it's whack-a-mole. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep at it. And yes, I figure it's the rain, figure it's the weather, but I just haven't seen one ant, not one,
0: in my house for over a year until really recently. They're very pesky like that. I guess I guess it's better than spiders, a spider being on your arm or like a cockroach mm. or something. So I guess oh God. in that sense. Heads and
1: shoulders better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not I'm I'm i it, it is not i am i am its not This is not something where I'm like, oh, when I get into bed at night, I'm like freaked out about ants. Mm. It's not like that. It's more of just, it's just this sort of like, hey, little fella, you're not welcome.
0: Why are you here? Oh, there's another one. Hmm, weird. There is something, there's different anxieties that come with different pests. And there's something about ants. It's like I would say that I would be more worried about other insects, but yeah, because they're very... It's like when there's like you were saying when there's one there's usually a lot more and like what is causing them to be here and it it is there's something um it's just kind of hard to get rid of them and they just they'll stick around you know and yeah we have some ant problems too usually it happens when it rains but uh yeah i mean i don't it's like for guests too it's like what are you what are you gonna do if someone's complained before about ants and it's like we got them all we thought we did but then what do you do? I mean, you cannot control the rain. So yeah, there's
1: definitely of the Airbnb property that I'm managing, it is a very old house. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's greatly remodeled, but it is, you know, the, the house itself is very old and some of it is original. And so there's certain concessions that you make, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, we could scrub that house all day, every day. And there's just still gonna be some dust because the wood is from like, The early twentieth century, you know, like that kind of thing, but nobody's complained about insects. Uh, That's a good thing. But again, I didn't have any anything in my house until really recently. Mm So um, I don't know. I. I'm confident that it, it will work itself out, and I think I will, it will. It I will be triumphant it, with my clean apartment yet again, and
0: hopefully, it won't be like that Creepshow episode where that guy is in his hermetically sealed apartment and all the uh, bugs. He has like a bug fear, and they're like coming out of the vents, and
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not a thing that I've seen. But maybe somebody oh, out there is a, a Creepshow fan and knows. Yeah, that's like I'm like that You're would like, be like no. I might as well like. I don't know, like drop myself into a sewer before I watch an episode like you know, that. It's it would not even give me nightmares the, for a week. It's
0: not even really that horrific. It's more it's kind of comedic actually. It's it, I don't know. Anyway, it's it's definitely um, a unique film. Speaking of films, I feel like lately it's especially hard to distinguish between dreams and reality and I continue to have my Netflix account But I don't watch much on there these days, I feel like everything that I watch every Netflix show or movie lately seems to blend together and kind of fade in my memory. It's not like sticking as something that really sort of rocked my world. So I haven't really been watching a lot of stuff lately, but I have been chatting a lot with some friends. I have like a TV movie Slack channel with some friends and, um, you know, we talk about old movies and new movies and whatever. And so my friend Lola, her and I were chatting about that movie, The Swimmer that I talked about a few episodes back from like the late 60s and how kind of dreamy it was and, you know, sort of existential. And she said, Heather, you make me want to dredge my mind and make a list of 70s dreamy movies. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm up for this task, Lola. And obviously, this is a broad topic encompassing many films. So I'm going to narrow it down um, to some more specific like lost gems that made a big impression on me that I will never, ever forget. And a lot of them the the main theme is kind of like you get lost in like one of the main characters like heads because it's very much from their POV and in their you kind of get lost kind of in their psyche and that kind of thing and they're all very dreamlike and kind of impressionistic uh, even some like there's a little bit of avant-garde qualities and a bit disorienting Um, but they they ask you to pay attention I think with Netflix they don't it's like you kind of can be on your phone or your computer and you can kind of you know, look up and look down when you watch something like that. And I'm totally generalizing, but I feel like with this, it's just like, you don't want to look away. And I think this time period, which is mostly seventies, I've got one from like the late sixties. Uh, but you know, this, this was like a liberal filmmaking era. It was like some of the best films were made and a lot of American filmmakers were influenced by European filmmakers. There was like the new wave stuff. And so it was an interesting time for film. So here are five movies that really have made an impression on me lately and i um hope that you guys will watch or have seen um and you will let me know at hi have such a good day.com which ones you liked start a little movie club um, the first one is valerie and her week of wonders and this is from 1970 and this is a czech new wave fantasy kind of horror movie by Yaramil yiddish i think is how you pronounce it I love Czech film and I've only seen a handful, there's not that much, but what I've seen has been very avant-garde and interesting. Definitely inspired by fairy tales, love and fear and sex. It's it's a bit vampire-y in in a sense. Um, It's like you're in someone else's dream. Definitely a movie you'll never forget. I, I think about it a lot and it has really, really cool imagery. The other one I mentioned, I think a few episodes back is Diary of a Mad Housewife, and this is a movie by Frank Perry. It's from 1970. And I really think like that early 70s, there's just so many gems from that period. This is starring Carrie Snodgrass, who had never seen her in anything I never really was that familiar with her and Frank Langella as a young man. I like Frank Langella a lot, but I never had seen him as a young man. It's kind of a black comedy drama and it has a Technicolor vibe to it, which I I love that. I feel like Technicolor to me is very dreamy, but she's a housewife who's kind of like, kind of in her head and having like a little bit of a midlife crisis. She has a mentally abusive husband and she's having an affair with this kind of sexy writer who's Frank Langella, who kind of ends up treating her badly too. It's kind of an interesting thing, but you're you're kind of stuck in her pretty little head. She has like this sort of quiet insanity, um, and it's it's quite a gem. I, I one of my favorite movies I've seen recently, definitely on my top list. Another one I I saw I had never heard of, and I I've never really I'm not that familiar with like Peter Fonda movies, um, but I watched one from 1971 called The Hired Hand, and it's directed by peter fonda and stars peter fonda and warren oates oh my god huge crush on that that guy he's uh, such a manly man anyway it's kind of a western which i'm not like a big western person i was talking to someone in our discord about that this um yesterday mike mills and he i think he was familiar with it but hadn't seen it and the the cinematography what makes this one so dreamy and kind of atmospheric is the cinematographer's uh name is Vilmos Zygmunt he he's in he's done a lot of amazing films like Deer Hunter, Close Encounters, lots of big stuff anyway he shoots the the sunsets and kind of it's it's a quiet movie there's a lot of slow dissolves uh you know of them kind of riding horses but it is so existential and kind of like they're drifting they're, they're a couple drifters and they it's the two men Peter Fonda and Warren Oates. Um, there are these characters that are that have been drifting together for seven years, and it's kind of heartbreaking, like the relationship that they have. And they're not gay; it's uh, they're really good friends, and they really care for each other and and look after each other. And it's it's very touching. Next is one of my favorite Robert Altman movies uh, from 1977 called Three Women, and this is a very bizarre trippy movie i loved it it was um it's it's about this bizarre relationship between uh sissy spacek and shelly Duvall are the two actresses and it's apparently inspired by one of altman's dreams and it has a little bit of a black comedy fantasy twilight zoney thing um it doesn't make a lot of sense but it is very dreamy and a, kind of a nice ride um and a, of course sissy spacek and Shelley Duvall are amazing um and finally this is from 1965. I know it's not a 70s movie, but I had to throw it in there because it is so much delving into the psyche of the main character. It's a middle-aged woman kind of grappling with her husband having an affair. It, these, just these, It's a uh, Fellini movie, Federico Fellini, Italian. I mean, Fellini movies are interesting. I mean, they're, you really have to pay attention. There's a lot going on, and sometimes I kind of drift off. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll admit that, but it's also Technicolor. Um, really amazing dream sequences, very flamboyant, kind of a very arty film. Um, I don't know if any of you have seen that. I'd be curious because it wasn't my favorite Fellini film. It's a little over the top for me, but, um, I'm more of a La Strada girl, but I want to know what you guys think. Please email me at hi, have such a good day.com. Or you can leave a note in the comments on Patreon.
1: Love it. Good stuff. I uh, haven't seen any of those movies, <laughs> so they sound cool. Very dream sequence uh, at least when you know it's being described to you, where uh, I hope everyone has been taking notes. But uh, Heather's o- always comes with the uh, film recommendations from various eras That's and right. various genres. <laughs> uh, speaking of kind of doing something while you're watching something, I've gotten in a really, I don't even know if it's a bad habit but a habit where i mentioned my little dining table and my my television my apartment's not that big so it doesn't matter that much but my television's on a swivel so if i'm on the couch you know it's kind of facing straight if i'm at my little table it's facing one way if i'm in bed which is over on the other side it's not like totally squared up with where i would be laying you know with pillows behind me but enough so that if i was like i want to get in bed but there's 20 minutes left on the show I do that so i'm kind of just already tucked in because mm-hmm. i'm ready to sort of be done with the day but i don't really want to pick up whatever i'm watching tomorrow so it, it actually works out really well i gotta got a level swivel but i i sit at my dining table and if i'm not eating i call it a dining table it's just a table and you know i got my computer and i'm watching something on the tv and you know i've got my plants and my lights around me and often I'm just like sitting there all night. Mm-hmm. I don't even get on the couch. I like forget that I could just be like comfy and put my feet up and get a blanket. I could do that and like bring my laptop over mm-hmm. or I don't know, just like do whatever I was doing on my laptop on my phone instead. But I'm like, "Eh, I don't want to like have a computer on my lap. I don't really want to like hunch over the coffee table. I kind of just like my little table over here, which is fine. Who cares?" But uh what it does is It makes it impossible for me to... I'm not sitting there watching the television, whether it's a movie or a show. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there because I'm like, I got my computer. I'm kind of multitasking. And this is on, you know, as sort of like white noise. Mm -hmm. And I got caught up on SNL last night from last weekend, the one where Dan Levy was the host. And... You know, there were a couple skits where I'm like, wait, like everyone's laughing like I didn't even watch that rewind, mm-hmm. you know, and who cares? It's fine. If it's just me, I can do that. But it makes it hard for me to give 100 percent of my energy and attention to something that deserves it. It's it's very rare that I do that anymore. So I think I'm going to try to make a concerted effort to be like, OK, OK did you save SNL for Friday night on purpose? Yes, you mm-hmm. did. You know that it's more or less, I get commercials out of it because it's VOD. So you got 45 minutes of something like sit on your couch, yeah. get comfy and watch it. You know, it's
0: funny. It's it's definitely an interesting topic right now because I was definitely that person who, I always loved good film and like art film and whatever, but I kind of got out of the, the habit of watching stuff and, i would watch a lot of netflix and a lot of like shows and not that they're all bad i'm not saying they're all bad but like i would kind of be on my phone and do other things and chat with people and a lot of that fare is sort of built that way and i didn't mind it i was like very it was a relaxing experience and i did it for many many years and it, it, i remember when i met elijah and he started to like he doesn't really like streaming stuff. He, he prefers like physical media and I had a hard time with it. It was like, it took me a little while to get out of my habit. But when I did, when I finally kind of broke that habit, I was like, oh man, I should have done this a long time ago. I'm really missing out on like a lot of good content. Um, you know, because I just haven't been paying attention, you know, enough. And so, yeah, so it's, it's a weird thing. It's like habit forming, I think. Um, and even talking to Mike Mills uh, in our Discord, and Tina, and there's a lot other people that were chiming in. You know, we were talking about it's sometimes hard to find the gems. A lot of gems aren't available on streaming, or you can't even find them on physical media. And the only reason why I can see a lot of these uh, weird, wonderful things is because, you know. Elijah works for these companies and gets these DVDs, gets the physical media, but a lot of the stuff you can't find anymore. So it's a little unfortunate that it's not available, um, you know, for people because God, I mean, some of the stuff is just like life-changing. I mean, really they, it like floats around with me like every day. I'm so grateful to have, you know, seen some of these that I would have never, it would have never crossed my desk. So, well, great
1: i'm happy for you (laughs) i'm trying to think of like what's a cool movie i saw lately i really haven't watched much you know i'm all up to date on wandavision which is like you know i still have to ask somebody who knows a lot more about marvel than i do like okay so what's the significance of that and then they tell me and i'm like cool thank you for the cliff note uh because i'm just not gonna do like a mcu deep dive right now just maybe someday it's great uh but again There are a lot of uh, plot twists that everyone who's like super Marvel up to date Mm -hmm. knows all the characters, knows like the deal about like how X-Men was at Fox and now Disney has it and now they can incorporate all this stuff. Like there's a lot lot of of behind the scenes stuff going on that isn't even about like superheroes. It's about like movie studios and licensing rights and like easter eggs and inside jokes and all of this stuff but anyway love wandavision but uh but yes i don't i don't know maybe i'll watch a movie tonight Uh, maybe i won't hard to say i think Uh, out of all the
0: ones that i mentioned uh you know i wouldn't want to throw you something that you're like eh but i really think diary diary of a mad housewife is is really a crowd pleaser I, i think that's a wonderful little movie and i will i will put it on the list yeah and i mean i think i'm not a big so it's funny because like my a lot of guys love westerns i don't know how you feel about westerns and obviously i have watched a fair amount of westerns um and i loved unforgiven i really do like clint eastwood Um, but i have I, i i never really feel like watching a western it's just not really something that i go for but my boyfriend loves westerns and i totally don't blame him but i get kind of bummed when we watch a western cuz i'm just like, "eh, it's not my thing." But i have been pleasantly surprised. I've definitely seen more than i would have chosen um, and i've enjoyed them. And i it's it's one of those little subgenres that feels like such a dude movie to me. But I don't know if there are any ladies out there who who love westerns please let us know well
1: i mean i think gender rules are pretty fluid these they days they really are you know you got a lot of women who like westerns and a lot of men who don't
0: Yep, this is true but
1: uh yeah i'm not a western person myself i've certainly seen a few, yeah like kind of like the big well-known movies mm-hmm. and i have at times enjoyed them but even i don't know i mean what was the um, Deadwood, the yeah. HBO show that everybody loved mm-hmm. so much back in the day? And it's been a really long time. And I know the show sort of ended, uh, you know, it sort of, it was, wasn't supposed to end when it did. It was supposed to go on longer. I don't really remember what the story was, but I remember watching it and being like,
0: yeah. Me too.
1: It's a Western. I had a hard time you with know. it too. And then Westworld, which is clearly like a sci-fi thing, but like still also a Western. Yeah. I didn't like it. Because of that reason, I was like, eh, western. They just all kind of. There's a certain cadence that I'm like, eh. Bones I wonder and what it's a, what
0: about it because it's like I like action movies. I I like horses. Um, I like cactus and desert. And it's just funny. There's something about the western that is hard to relate to. I think I, I don't know what it is exactly. It's uh, I think I the reason why yeah. boys relate to it more is because it's like yeah, when you're a little boy, I mean, you want to be a cowboy. I guess I don't know. <laughs>
1: Well, unless you're a little boy who doesn't want to be. a cowboy. This boy. is true. <laughs> a lot of little girls wanted to be cowboys too. Yeah, you? this is true. Not me, but my mom did. Uh, in fact, it, mom, if you're listening, I don't know if she listens to the show all that often, but uh, she has lots of photos of her as like a little kid, like like with stirrups. Oh, like, cute! You know, very sort of like a uh, Lone Ranger type, yeah. you know, holster <laughs> and and like a cowboy hat. She was very very into cowgirl well she was a girl yeah that's I'd-
0: cute i had some little cowboy boots for sure and i i had i have a picture of me and my sister in these cowboy boots and you know we spent some time in wyoming with my grandparents and yeah i mean i think there was a little bit of that for me too i was more of a tomboy so i wasn't in, really big into dolls i was more into like stuffed animals and and i don't know tomboy stuff <laughs>
1: I think stuffed animals are really big tomboy things. Well, no, I mean, (laughs) but (laughs) but I just wasn't into dolls. Fair enough, fair enough. Hey, so everybody who has thoughts on anything that we've talked about on the show so far, burning questions for Heather and I, you know what to do. If you're, first of all, if you're in our Discord, you can just chat with us, you know, in real time. If you're a patron at the $5 and up level, you get into our Discord, we'd love to have you. We've got a great little group in there. Uh, sometimes it's just, you know, Heather and I kind of shooting the breeze. Sometimes it's a bunch of us. Uh, the more the merrier. Please join if you can. Patreon.com slash have such a good day is where to find out how to become a patron at any level. We'd love to have you. We were super excited that we passed 100 patrons recently. We'd love to get to 200. Why not? Let's do it. Let's the hell? army. And uh, yeah, and if you, if you want to just email, maybe you've got maybe a longer story, you want to put it down in words, maybe you've got a photo of. One of your cute pets that Heather and I would dig. All of that good stuff can be sent to us in our... Uh, electronic mailbox at hyatthavesuchagoodday.com.
0: And a lot of times you guys will email us and we, instead of writing you back, we talk about it on the show just because we think it merits a conversation. So don't think we're not, we're, don't think we haven't we read it and we're, are avoiding you because we we usually just bring it in the show. So keep those emails coming early and often.
1: Yeah. We also have a new patron. We always like to shout out new folks,
0: make them feel welcome. Heather, who is it this week? We got Glenn Kawano, a new name i love it gotta get him up on our our website welcome
1: yeah hey glenn uh so good to have you and uh i don't know tell a friend
0: (laughs) (laughs) tell an 88 year old
1: yes or 87 (laughs) bringing it full
0: circle anything above 80
1: is fair fair game
0: game. we need the
1: olds and i apologize if you are over 80 and you're like don't call me olds.
0: Because I, I feel old.
1: I feel old too, man. Uh. Although
0: I did get carded for getting one of those kombuchas that has like under 1% oh my alcohol. <laughs> and, and he was so strict about it. He was like looking at me like I was trying to get away with like not showing him my ID. And then I like laughed and gave him my ID. I said, don't worry, I'm, ex- I'm way older than 21. And he kind of was like, okay. I, I
1: have that happen to me every so often. You know, like you get wine at the grocery store kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And there's there's this one particular grocery store. It it happens every once in a while. And listen, we're all wearing masks now. So it's like, eh, you know, instead of me being like, dude, you don't think I'm 20. There's no way you think I'm 20, right? Let's, Let's just cut the bullshit. I feel like, eh, they're just doing their job. And also they've seen like a million people today and just, you know, don't take it personally. But this one grocery store, I don't remember if it was the same checker at the register or not. But it happened once where, you know, scanned my wine and said, and she says to me, can you take your mask off for a second? And I look up and I go, what? She said, can you take your mask off for a second? And I was like, why? And she says,
0: because you're getting
1: alcohol. And I was like, oh, sure. So I put it, you know, I pulled it down and she goes, okay. And I put it back on and I was like, interesting. So like my eyes maybe looked 20 years old
0: but then you saw my whole face and you're like, oh, very obviously. I never even thought about that. People could really get away with it. Very
1: obviously of age. It was just, just, I was just taken aback because no one asks you to do that, right? It's weird if you're not wearing a mask. Mm. It happened again at the same place. And I still don't remember if it was the same person or not because everybody's wearing masks. You know, I don't recognize anyone anymore. But they were like, can you pull down your mask for a second? And this time I was like, yeah, sure. Because I knew what the deal was. They had obviously been instructed Mm -hmm. by the store to be like, that's how you just kind of double check. But I was like, it's Mm -hmm. like a very backhanded compliment, right? Like with a mask on, you might pass for like barely able to vote. But now that I see your whole Mm -hmm. face, you're clearly an old lady. You're good to go. You can have this wine. (laughs) So I was sort of like, I guess I'll just call it a compliment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a compliment yeah. ultimately, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I wonder how many people are trying to get away with being older by like you know wearing a certain mask that like really covers yeah. their face. Like I
1: think I think it's yeah. I'd never yeah, even thought me about too. that. Me too. I had a fake ID back in the day. I'm sorry. Uh, if you're uh, someone under 21 and you're listening to the show, very bad idea.
0: Don't no, do No, I mean, it.
1: I was breaking the law and I know it, but I did. Yeah. And I remember sometimes being like, because I had a real baby face when I was younger. My face was really round. I mean, I was constantly told that I looked younger than I was, which of course, when you're a teenager, mm-hmm. like is the worst thing ever, but I did not look 21 When i was 21 i didn't look 21 you know what i mean and so Mm -hmm. you know as young and i I remember being like how are they letting me do this it's so obvious what i'm doing but i don't know i guess you want to make a sale sometimes depending on the the liquor store that you're in
0: yeah and it's like you like the batting your eyelashes and just looking cute you probably got away with murder
1: I don't know. I mean, thank, thank goodness, not literal murder. But uh, although no. if I did murder somebody, I'm not gonna tell all y'all. Yeah. But no, I promise <laughs> I didn't do that. I didn't get away with murder. But uh, yeah, I probably tried to turn on the charm and you know, I don't know. It's, listen, w- people do things, stupid things when they're younger uh, and I am no exception. They sure do. I still have that fake ID by the way. I'll never throw it away because it's so great. Oh, I must yeah, see it's, that. Uh, it's, uh, it's very badly done.
0: Uh, it's what is your so but it's still your name right well
1: there's a story behind it in fact there's an Instagram post of it somewhere uh because I had found it in a drawer or a box or something and
0: I vaguely it was remember that.
1: hysterical because it was actually a real address but I said that I lived in South Carolina mm. so it's like it was like where I actually lived in Sebastopol, California, because I like didn't think to just like make up a fake address. I think I was probably saying, okay, like let's cut down on like the like points of failure, you know? Because if someone's looking at it mm-hmm. and is like, "What's your address?" I'm like, "Let's have some of it be real," so I like don't have to memorize all that much. But at South Carolina, I memorized the zip code. But the thing is, is that when they typed out my name. Because again, this was not a good fake ID. When they typed out my name, they didn't spell out Lane because the woman got confused and thought it was a street because she was also typing an address. So it was Mm. Sarah Christina LN period. That's how my name was written. Which is like ridiculous because you wouldn't even on a driver's license abbreviate Lane if I lived on like 1512 Cabernet Lane or whatever. And so it's like, and I... You know i kind of got the fake ID, and i'm like oh my god look i look kind of cute in my photo and then later i was like oh fuck! like look what they did and it was like i wasn't gonna go back there ever again and like get
0: it you know fixed she must have been high that's a that's a bad mistake
1: i think it was that they were churning out a lot of fake ids and someone was just i don't mm-hmm. you know i don't know that she was high but she just was like oh yeah it's a street <laughs> or whatever no one ever ever pointed that out to me because of course they don't care what your name is they just look at your birthday that's all they care about so anyway let this be a lesson not to get a fake id kids and not to do anything illegal ever ever
0: follow the rules be a be a good pirate movies be a nice adult
1: good kids make great adults (laughs) proven in clinical trials (laughs) well heather on that note i think it's time to wrap up episode 87 which will be in your earballs soon enough in fact if you're
0: listening it's already in the can 87
1: we've done we've done all the things on the information superhighway in order to deliver this right to you
0: this is true technology is a wonderful thing Magical evening.
1: So next episode is a palindrome. Episode 88. I love palindromes, so I am looking forward to that. Hope you all are as well. If you don't know what a palindrome is, same front and back. So 88 is 88. Okay. Uh, just one of those things I really like. So Palindromes are pretty great. They are. They're just, I don't blame you. There's a symmetrical quality that I just I find very soothing about a palindrome.
0: But uh, until
1: <laughs> next time... Hope y'all have a great week. I will remain Sarah.
0: And I will be Heather.
1: And we'll see you next time. Have such a good day. Bye-bye.